0: Okay. Cool.
1: Yeah. So I was just saying that today we'll be um, firstly discussing the the uh, global recession. I guess we'll start off with the UK um, and the current recession that we are seeing um, because obviously we, we're both based in the UK right now. Yeah. Um, and they're saying that the recession will we, we're basically in a recession because we've had uh, two years of negative GDP growth and um. Yeah, and they're saying that it will it will last from now until the end of 2023. How do you feel about that?
0: Yeah, um, it's, it's a very depressing situation because um, things right now are obviously pretty bad and, and they're already saying that the things are going to get probably uh, worse because they're saying um, uh, Ch- China is going to have a collapse as well and then it's obviously going to get worse um, around the whole world.
1: Yeah, and, and the thing about me is that um, as we are going through this recession, we are seeing a government that is literally not active <laughs> at all. So we are seeing a government, because of Boris Johnson is leaving um, as Prime Minister and it will most likely be uh, Liz Truss becoming the next Prime Minister. Yeah. Um, and he's basically saying he's waiting for the next Prime Minister to um, put in any policy to help with the energy crisis that we're currently facing. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I don't see how this thing could get any... Not any worse, but the fact that we already have a government that is completely out of any control of the situation, that is not really helping at all. Because Boris Johnson doesn't care anymore because he's leaving as prime minister. He's not going to put in any actual policy yeah, no, to help with the, with, the, with the crisis that we're facing right now.
0: Yeah, it doesn't really have to put in... Um... Any policies, he doesn't have to really put in any effort because he's already going on his on his way out, right? So he's been forced out. So yeah, so it's just it's just gonna uh, keep from going from bad to worse. I don't really know. I don't really think Liz Trust is gonna be a capable leader e- either. So we have two years of Liz Trust, and then it's a general election, and then yeah, I I, I just I just feel like we're just gonna be, go from bad to worse.
1: Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way because I feel like right now um, the people that are struggling the most are the people that are, of course, working class, the ones that are on lower income, and that is completely against the Tory or the Conservative Party's um, uh, audience. Their audience is is the older generation, um, old adults, people who already have, uh, you know, Money saved, uh, people who 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 might already, you know, have relative wealth. So it's like, what are you gonna do for the people that are actually struggling? Do you remember when our uh, Rishi Sunak said that he's going to reverse labor? Well, he reversed labor's um, uh, 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 policies that that put more uh, finance into uh, uh, working class rural areas. Mm and he's going to put that back, he put that back into you know basically, basically. The, the more upper class areas the upper
0: class areas yeah
1: which is something that i feel like is completely against what is going on right now because this recession affects the people that are you know the poorest i mean it's it's an average of 13% that we're seeing in terms of um, uh, in terms of the recession but i mean like the poorest are feeling it way more
0: yeah, um, the working-class people are definitely um, going to be... Um, sorry to use bad language, but fucked. So, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, over the next year, it's going to be really hard for people. It's going to yeah, be yeah. really hard. And and with and with winter coming as well, I can imagine the gas prices are not going to be pretty cheap either. So, you know. Yeah,
1: and I was reading something that said that Putin is uh, Putin's strategy is obviously to wait for the winter. Basically, his strategy is to wait for the winter. Uh, and the thing about the UK is that it's, it's the slowest growing economy in the G7. The UK is basically pretty fucked because not only are we facing COVID and the um, issues it are uh, causing the supply chain, which is causing the current inflation, but we're also facing, of course, the, the war in Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, and we were also, to an extent, dependent on that Russian uh gas and that Russian energy for, for to power our own country. So it's like we're basically hit with a double whammy where we've left Brexit. I, and I we're thought
0: also... um sorry to interrupt, but I thought they were gonna make a deal with um, the Saudis and and um and those guys in the in the Middle East to get oil from them. Is were they still gonna do that or no?
1: I think they're still gonna do that, but I feel like it, it takes time. You know, like these kind of things aren't don't happen overnight. Okay. It takes it takes time for these for these things to happen. It's not like you you sign a deal and then next week we get energy from the Saudis. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but crickets from... <laughs> from Keir Starmer. That is the that is the oddest thing to me because. Keir Starmer and and Labour as a as a whole has been very quiet throughout this whole time.
0: Yeah, they have, they have, you know, and, and I I remember reading that um uh, I remember reading that news post where they were like you know like people because people are protesting right now um like the workers in the, um. In the railways, uh, like that, work for the for the railway systems, whatever. Um, th- they were basically protesting, and one of the MPs from Labour was protesting with them or standing mm-hmm. with them, and Labour basically fired fired the MP. Oh, it is, and it is. and it's like, isn't that what Labour is for to like basically support the working class people and support and the their way, rights, support
1: the unions exactly, yeah,
0: and support the unions and stuff. So I I don't know like. It, it just didn't sit right well, like sit well with me. Uh, and I just, I, I just feel like right now, L- Labour is not really a party that's for the working class people. I feel like maybe it's, people should be looking to them, maybe the Lib Dems or something, but even the Lib no, Dems, the they're the not Lib really Dems doing anything.
1: Know, uh, the, the only reason people would vote for the Lib Dems is because uh, Labour is very, um, because maybe you might be conservative and you don't like the way the Conservative Party is running things right now. And you you might be um, a Labour voter, and you don't like the way that Labour has um, reacted to this whole situation. So the only other person to vote for is the Lib Dems. Yeah. But I, I do feel like Labour had, had such an incredible opportunity to, um, you know, kind of fire back or show their um, initiatives in this, in this whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and... But they haven't done that, which is very weird.
0: To win, like they could have been winning votes right now. They could have been Easy. switching people over to their side right now, but exactly. they've not done
1: anything. They've not done anything. It's so Cause, odd. Cause
0: it's I, like... I honestly think the Tories are gonna win again in the next election. I don't know. I, I just, nah, I just nah. don't feel like Labour is gonna there, win. There is no all. way
1: the Tories are gonna win. Either it's gonna be Labour or it's gonna be um uh, a joint uh ruling between Labour and uh, Lib Dems. You think but so? I, 100%. There's no way conservatives are going to win. No, but
0: you know the British public. You know the the, the way the British public votes is unpredictable sometimes. I don't know. I just feel I like... I
1: understand that, but there's just no way because we're facing so many things at this point that there's no way the conservatives are going to win. It's, I, I can't even see that as a possibility. So, yeah, that's what's happening now. And where do you think this is going in the future? In
0: the future? I don't... In the future, I can't, I I don't know. I can't foresee. Like, How long do you think this is going to last, to be fair, Adam? Maybe another another year and a half, I guess.
1: Yeah, well, the Bank of England is saying that the recession that we have basically entered is going to last until the end of 2023.
0: That's a long time.
1: And we're going to enter the recession. I think we've already entered the recession because they have said that we were in um, the second year of negative GDP growth which qualifies as a recession, but I know it's going to get worse in October. Like October it's probably going to get, be, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Cause, the cause, cause,
0: um, because they're saying um, China's um, collapse, like economy is going to collapse and, and that's going to be in about 30 days. Yeah. And then, and then they're saying that from then on, it's obviously going to co- cause basically a ripple effect on the whole world. So at that point, everyone's going to be down in the dumps.
1: That is interesting. Um, I'm just reading the comments here. And one of the comments said, vote Green like a lot of us did in Scotland during the Scottish election and forced one of the bigger parties to go into a coalition with them. That's I have no idea. I have never idea. about, because Yeah, because you
0: know? the, the Green Party is there, but I feel like a lot of people, I don't know why a lot of people do, just, just forget about them. I guess even I have as well. But yeah, that's a good point.
1: That is actually a good point. Yeah, I, I think we, we, the truth is I feel like we have to step um, go against kind of the status quo like if we're not happy with Labour or Conservatives we usually go with Lib Dem mm. um, but yeah I would love the idea of like voting Green like um, I, I feel like that that actually might cause some real change in the system, in the, in, in the economy
0: but 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 what are, what are the Green Party's policies though? They're, they're obviously left leaning right so
1: I would assume so. I, I honestly have no idea. Uh, what I do know though is that we've had a conservative Labour Party before. Not a conservative Labour, sorry, conservative um, Lib, Dem Lib Dem Party before. Yeah. Um, and the Lib Dem did put in some some good policies, but I do think that we just, as a whole, as a system, as a political system. We need an actual change. I don't think we can follow the typical kind of status quo of just going for the Lib Dems when we're not happy with Labour or Conservative, enforcing a coalition.
0: Oh, um, so the person in the, in the chat said um, here in Scotland, uh, life. So I, I guess um, the Green Party is probably maybe um, more of a voting option in Scotland than maybe in England. I guess.
1: Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. But yeah, not the, the next our uh, year is going to be a tough year for um for for the for the UK economy. It's going to be a tough year for yeah the UK economy, the global economy as a whole. I guess this is the, the perfect point to um, move towards the US. Okay. And um, how Biden has basically run as a president and the UK. U.S. economy as a whole, the U.S. is probably going to go into a re- it probably is going to go into a recession. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? No,
0: talk. T- me more about it, um, uh, the topics. So. I.
1: No, because we're just talking about um, the U.S. like kind of the global econ- the global economy. The situation globally, and uh, I was thinking about tackling each um country so i was thinking about um saying you know uh the uk start off with the uk go into the us and may, and then talk about china okay um but, but but
0: but from what i'm seeing it seems like um inflation is kind of slowing down in the us right now
1: okay. okay yeah from
0: from what i'm seeing in the news like as i'm like as i'm speaking right now i'm looking right now and it seems like um yeah financial times are saying that the um, the US economy is, is slowing down in inflation as we speak so I don't know I I guess but but, but I guess still it's probably still going to affect them either way because um because of um, but, but what's going to happen you, in China
1: how Biden tried to change the definition of what a recession is
0: Wait, when did he do this
1: you didn't know this no I, I, will, I, <laughs> I, I will get this up uh If you give me one second, okay. So Biden changed the recession definition. I want. I want to get exactly what he said. Uh, if you give me one second, okay. Nope.
0: But Biden said, what recession? <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that what
0: he actually said? It's a quote from MSNBC. They said, what recession? Biden takes Victory Lab after jobs reports.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but MSNBC is very um left-leaning. Even left-leaning. so, <laughs>
0: if they're saying that um, Biden is saying, what recession? Then, yeah, clearly...
1: So yeah, like after a meeting with uh, tech manufacturing executives um, in July, um, late July, Biden said we're not going into a recession. Um, I'm trying to figure out where he's actually said, I, I kid you not, he literally changed the definition of a recession.
0: Okay, so he celebrated the report on Friday morning today. The unemployment rate matches the lowest it's been in more than fifty years. Three point five percent, he said in a statement, more people are working than at any point in American history. He added, There's more there's more work to do, but jobs report shows we are working significant progress for working families. Um I don't really see anywhere where it says um where he changed the definition of
1: uh, he did. I guarantee you that he did. I I, I literally cannot find it, but I guarantee you that he did. I think it was on Wikipedia. It was one it was one of them. Where, on
0: Wikipedia? Stations.
1: Yeah. it sounds like I'm chatting shit, I know. But I do remember <laughs> I do remember seeing that Baden. I mean, you know, I he um, he
0: he he apparently said it that doesn't sound like a recession to me when when he reported um uh, those figures that I said just said before.
1: Yeah, that's one of the few affecting So I'm just reading um, the a, a report here. Yeah. See that that's the thing they're trying to um claim the recession to jobs. But, but you can create jobs and people can be employed, but that's not necessarily equating to the growth of an economy.
0: Yeah, that's true. If
1: there's two consecutive quarters of of decline in the growth of an economy, that's a recession. It doesn't matter how many jobs you create.
0: <laughs> not according create to Joe Biden.
1: And inflation can go higher. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, so that's true.
1: There's still negative GDP growth. So... Yeah, it's it's very weird what's going on right now. Um, I don't know where this ends. I don't know how how it's gonna end, but but I, it's not looking very good for the for the Biden administration. I don't think they're gonna get reelected. And the only thing that's better no
0: way, was- no way. Even if even like some people who are Democrats, they're already saying like they're not gonna vote for Biden. If if, if he's if if like up for re-election. Why would they even put Biden up for re-election? The guy looks like he's losing his mind.
1: Someone said, who cares about GDP recession if people are employed? I mean, you, you could argue that. Um, but at the same time, employment does not necessarily mean, does not necessarily, um, ha- I think something else came up here. No. Employment does not necessarily highlight the economic growth of a, of a, of a country. If, infl- if inflation is is going up, and imp- and people are employed, but that employ the um, wages of an employment does not reflect Go up. The, in- yeah. the you know inflation rate, then that is a big problem
0: because the cost of living is not going to be able like they're not going to be able it's to su- be sustain themselves. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's not going to be sustainable.
1: Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. So yeah, you can be employed, but <laughs> but there's a lot of other factors that are involved in that. You know, the cost of living um and that's something that we're seeing here in the in the uk so that's why I, i'm looking at the employment rate very in a very pessimistic way um but yeah so like i'm seeing this global recession and then do you want uh bring up what happened what's been going on in china
0: uh okay just just introduce the topic real quick oh, hold on.
1: so basically um i'm sure a lot of you know if you don't i'll um, kind of give a a very brief uh, description of what what's been going on in China. Um, it started off with ever what's it called Evergrande.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. So basically, they were overleveraged. They were um. So basically, how it was going was um Evergrande Evergrande Group is a real estate company. Um, they were building houses and getting uh, people to basically buy the houses, mainly by a mortgage of course. So what they would do is they would get um, a deposit from people (laughs) and what they they would then do is they they would give that deposit in advance of building the house and say, well, if you give us the deposit, we will guarantee you the house. But then they would get that deposit and instead of finishing the house that they were supposed to develop for that person that put in the deposit, what they would do is they would buy more land to build more houses. So then what <laughs> What ended up happening is that at, at a certain point they just they acquired a lot of land to build a lot of houses but um people were just were not getting their houses basically.
0: And the, yeah, so so yeah, they, they weren't getting their house and they, they stopped paying as well the mortgage. So it's like a mortgage strike that's going on as well apparently. Mm and um and the banks obviously like some the banks can't afford to pay for those so i guess that's going to lead to a collapse in the economy i
1: guess yeah and w- what was the um percentage of uh the economy in which real estate um liquidity was it like 30 percent
0: yeah something like that and and I, I just i just read here as well that um Real estate accounts for about 70% of personal wealth in China.
1: I'm sorry. I'm just reading the charts here. Okay. That's a recession on the wealthy. Neither does GDP. No, um,
0: that was the previous topic before.
1: Economic disasters, drive up uh, GDP, cancer rates, drive up GDP. That is um to North Squatch. That is a very um, interesting comment. I did not know that. I'm going to have to do my research on that. Cancer rates dry, rise up GDP. I did not know that. That, that is a very good comment. Um, but yeah, so you were saying?
0: No, yeah, I, I, I was saying, um, I'm reading here in the article from BBC, um, they're basically saying uh, real estate accounts for about 70% of uh, personal wealth in China. And home buyers often pay upfront for unfinished projects.
1: No way.
0: Yeah, doesn't seventy percent sound like a high number? Like for for personal wealth,
1: number. that is a very high number. And the thing about it is that um, the CCP has been giving out um, uh, loans to these real estate companies, right, to help yeah. them kind of stay afloat. And mm. not um and not go bankrupt. Yeah, and, so
0: um, more than two hundred and twenty billion worth of loans could be tied to unfinished projects according to uh banking group and ANZ and uh yeah, and they're quite a, a major source of cash in the boom years. Okay.
1: Wow. So I'm just reading here, it also said real estate investment directly contribute to about 15% of GDP for China. And okay. not only that, it's about 25% if taking into account upstream and downstream sectors that are involved in uh, real estate and property property development. So that is a huge chunk of China's economy. And I, I was watching these YouTube videos that were talking about, you know, China's economy is going to um, crash in 30 days. Now it's 20-something days. And I, I don't know whether to believe this or not. I, I'm really hoping that the CCP um, comes up with a very innovative way to uh, to keep China's economy afloat and to keep um, that sector and that industry afloat. But at the same time, I I, I really don't know what to, what to expect. If that does happen, that has a, a global impact on everyone's economy, you know?
0: Yeah, that's true. And yeah, so go yeah. on.
1: I was just going to say, if that does happen, you know, if we're talking about the UK um, undergoing Brexit, undergoing the supply chain problems uh, post-coronavirus, uh, uh, as well as undergoing the China, um, China's, um, I guess, economic collapse, uh, I guess, Great Depression, what would that mean for the UK? What would that mean for the US, considering the tropics that we're already seeing as is?
0: Also um on China um do you think there could be a war between China and Taiwan?
1: Between China and Taiwan?
0: Yeah. Like do you think China could invade Taiwan?
1: You know what it's crazy because I I would really say what like currently could they do that currently? Hello? Hello? I was saying, could could are you asking? Could they do that currently?
0: Yeah, like and at at any point within the year,
1: I would usually say yes. I'm 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 kind of split in between, just because I know the the economic situation that China is in. It's not great. It 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 like it might be one of the the greatest downfalls, economic downfalls in um in history, right? Mm. So, I would say yes, but I know that the CCP knows what it's facing economically in the future, and what its uh, future uh, finances look like, and they might try to avoid that. But I also think that if the West in particular, if the US keeps on poking at the bear by Nancy Pelosi visiting, visiting China, even though we all know that Nancy Pelosi visiting, visiting China from what I'm aware of, was by her own accord. Living in Taiwan, um, you mean? Sorry, yeah. Living in Taiwan it was by her own uh, accord, but when China um say when China uh, responded, the US had to back her. Um, it's a it's a weird situation. I feel like maybe, but I don't know if, if China is in the best financial situation to do so. But then who, who is in the best financial situation? To wait, so,
0: wait, so she visited China not as a, like a state representative, but as like for her no, own personal... No,
1: she visited China as a, as a state representative. But from what I understand is that initially, it was part of her like kind of, I guess, farewell uh, tour, world tour, right? Because okay. she's, not go- she's not going to be um, um, in the same position uh, going forward. Okay, cool. Um, I, don't, I think I think next uh, ele- elections, I guess. Okay. And um, but then they the U.S. saw, and this is from what I've read. Biden told her not to visit Taiwan. And I can't remember what other department said not to visit Taiwan, but she still, I guess, did it. Or oh, I don't understand what happened there. No, she did it, but she planned to do it. She still
0: went ahead with it anyway.
1: Yeah. But when she planned to do it and, and China responded, that's when the U.S. had to be like, okay, we actually have to go to Taiwan because we're not back down. <laughs> and um, that's what I'm saying. I think if the U.S. continued to poke at the bear, I think, um, I th- I think there might be a war. I think the chances of a, of, a, of a world war is becoming more and more increasing, you know? And it's very scary
0: a world war between China and the U S
1: between obviously China, China trying to take over Taiwan, the U S will get involved, but you also see what's going on with Russia. And of course, Russia and China um, are very close to each other. I believe they share, they share a border, Um, you know, it's basically East versus West. Wow. So it's a world war in the most world war way <laughs> that you can have it, you know, I don't know. Hello? But, yeah, yeah
0: sir my, my, my mic cut out there.
1: Yeah, but yeah, man, I, I think that the, the chances of that of that happening are becoming more and more increasing. Um, but I don't know if anyone's actually in a situation to do that. Uh, with China's real estate bubble, which is what it is, it's a real estate bubble. With China's real estate bubble happening right now, which could possibly be worse than the, than the 2008 financial crisis, with the US... Um, of course, it's going through basically what is a recession whether you like to admit it or not. Um, the rising of and I think the worst thing that could have happened to the US right now is the FBI raid on Trump yeah. at Mar-a-Lago yeah. because that might just cause another culture war and you do not want um, inflation going up uh, basically a recession and a culture war you know what i mean that means yeah. the country is not is not united
0: oh, it's, it's basically divided now
1: it's, it's basically divided so it's like how how do you even go to war against china at that point you know how does china go to war against the us if any of these situations happen i feel like it would have catastrophic um effects on the global economy in a way that we've never seen before in a way that you might want to consider moving to thailand and starting a <laughs> new life
0: <laughs> yeah go, go 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 to the middle of somewhere like and just start being a farmer somewhere, live I'm off the land
1: cost of treatment, paying for cancer equals the right in GDP nice close is the speaker of the House of Representatives. that's what I was looking for. I forgot the the, the specific term, but thank you for that uh brett seventy seven um yeah, so what were you saying?
0: Uh, so, hello. Hello. I'm having problems with my mic. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, what are you saying?
1: Yeah, I feel like we will see catastrophic um a catastrophic financial situation that we've never seen in the U.S. ever before.
0: But yeah, um, so getting to this uh Trump raid. Hmm. Um, yeah. So the FBI raided. Wh- when was when did this happen? Um, I, I guess about two or three days ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, around ten ten AM local time, two two PM GMT time, and the agents, the agents protecting Mister Trump, helped the FBI investigators. Get oh shit. <laughs> get material from his house, and apparently people um apparently people that were inside the house were trying to flash uh, documents. Really? Yeah. I-, I read this? that Where's, somewhere?
1: Where's report coming from?
0: Uh, this is from the BBC. What I'm reading right now.
1: Oh, okay, okay, that's fair
0: enough.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Was CNN or MSNBC? Then I'll be like, all right, we relook your facts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, this is from BBC, a very right leaning uh um yeah news. Organization, but yeah, um, I did not
1: know BBC was right leaning. Yeah,
0: right-leaning. it's right, it's right leaning now. Yeah, yeah, it's right leaning. Oh wow. Okay.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. What do you think of the whole Trump situation? Do you think, to be honest with you, do
0: you think they're actually gonna find anything?
1: I don't think so. You know,
0: I like honestly, I just feel like I, I just feel like they're not really gonna find anything Like, okay, they did it, but I feel like they're not really gonna find anything on Trump. I don't know. I, I just at this point I feel like he's almost invincible. I don't know, fam. I don't
1: see it. Not that he's almost invincible, but you have to take into consideration that Hillary Clinton literally had private emails that were completely confidential at her uh, private home, I believe. Right? Yeah. It will be very weird for me. For them to to um, get Trump on something, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be very weird. Like, I, it, like an ex president does not sound that. Does that not sound very odd to you?
0: It, it does. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I just don't see him getting actually arrested and convicted and. Being put in jail for what he like for whatever happened on January 6th. I, I just don't see it happening.
1: But it might not be January 6th. But I heard a lot of people say it might be something to do with Russia.
0: Really? I don't know if that's true. I, yeah, thought, I, thought...
1: I thought I thought I thought it was for the
0: January six um uh thingy that happened.
1: Oh, is that is that the official statement?
0: No, I, I'm I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Like from from all the different. Things I've seen, I'm pretty sure it's for the January sixth thing that happened or like or like or like him him basically trying to um bribe people and stuff like that to to basically to overturn the results and stuff
1: but then why why would he keep that in his
0: possession? That's pretty weird, no, but then he took apparently he took sensitive documents that's what I'm saying he took sensitive documents from um from the White House or the government, um, that should have been kept in the um, national what's it called uh, the the national, um, like archive, the thing that yeah, like archive yeah, the the national archives basically yeah, and 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 he took and he took those documents and basically kept them in his possession.
1: Okay, but I still feel like um, I still I still feel like. Considering everything that um, other presidents other presidents have done, yeah, is this like a, a really federal federal criminal offense? I I don't know.
0: Yeah, but you have gotta see it from the world point of view where it's like from the outside looking in. When I I was with you when we watched that, we were watching it on Twitter as it was happening. The whole January 6th thing, I remember. Well where, where exactly where were I were watching on the news and people were raiding it and but i never i, I, on, never I, took that I honestly mistake. i honestly thought that was gonna lead to some kind of civil war i don't know it it, it, it just seems so crazy that was to me
1: Trump, though you know what it, I
0: mean? it did because because he was egging them on though that's what I'm saying like he it felt like he wasn't like actually saying stop all of this and just you know what i mean like he wasn't he
1: he felt like he would just kept on encouraging them almost yeah okay i get you but then at the same time think about what it means for for an ex us president the leader of the free world right <laughs> to go into any sort of um i guess uh legal situation at a federal level for that, you know what I mean? Yeah, that shows them a, a much worse light on the U.S. than just leaving it leaving it alone. What I feel like is like I feel like um for some reason, good or bad, Trump has tapped into something that the American public public um connects with, and I feel like I guess quote unquote the powers that be um are trying to stop that but why because quote-unquote the power the powers that be understand that if trump gets into power again he will divide the nation the thing about joe biden is that he doesn't necessarily divide the nation he just um has bad policy he's just a shitty president you can have a shitty president but if a president divides the nation the nation is divided it's much harder to keep a nation together. You know what I mean? Okay. And that's why I feel like maybe this might be. Of course, I feel like there might be some legitimacy to okay, it.
0: Okay, but okay, but what are the? Okay, so let us say Trump gets reelected. What are the consequences of that? What What do you think are the actual real world consequences of Trump getting reelected?
1: The real what world do, consequences are, particularly during this time of extreme, I feel like, national anxiety. I I would even go as far as saying global anxiety. Global divide. Global divide in terms of wealth. Global divide in terms of the rich versus the poor. I feel like Trump getting into power may... Because the thing about... There's two things about um, Biden and Trump, right? I feel like Biden and Trump are the same person.
0: Okay.
1: Biden is a shitty president. So he might divide or cause um, unrest in the nation due to his policies. Trump just does that through his mouth.
2: Okay, that's (laughs) the same, And I feel
1: like when you do that through your mouth, it's way more dangerous because you are directly dividing a group of people. Because someone can literally, um, I guess... uh, Quote what you said, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. If you said all oh, those those pe people who are uh, was it neo Nazis or something, whatever yeah. it was, those people are are kind people, are good people, and then you use... um was what was it the national Ar- the army or something like that to get a picture with you and the Bible whilst like I, the national guard, right? National guard, that's it. Um. I feel like Trump is much more divisive in terms of his words, more so than Biden. I feel like Biden is a very neutral person. Mm. And I feel like words are very po- powerful things. I feel like words are much more powerful than policy. You can say very neutral things in terms of what you actually say, but if your policy is very divisive, no one will be any, like, none the wiser. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that's Biden. I'm not saying necessarily that Biden's uh, policies are, are, are extremely divisive, but I feel like Biden's failures are within his policies and in his lack of action, whilst Trump's, Trump's failures are within his actual words. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, okay.
1: And that's more dangerous. And that's why I feel like, quote unquote, the powers that be would not want to see Trump in power um, in the next election they will do anything in their power to stop that
0: but at the, but at the same time we're, we're, with all of the clips that just come out with um like not even anything to do with policy but just all the clips that come out of biden you know falling off a bike and slurring his words and other things it just it's just very cool. like imagine being an american and looking at that and seeing that like that's that's the president
1: yeah, and it's you know what's and, crazy about the and whole it's situation? almost like
0: like he has dementia or something or whatever yeah, yeah. kind of health condition he has, but clearly the age is getting to him and he has some kind of health problems. But everyone just moves on like it's fine, but it's clearly not.
1: Yeah, but do you know what's crazy about the whole situation? Yeah, being a president is basically just being a uh, mascot, right? You're a mascot for your party. You're a mascot for the people that you, you elect. Yeah, you have, of course, you have some say and some control, 100%. But what's crazy to me is the complete failure of the Biden administration. Because mm. Biden may be old as fuck. He may be senile. He may be, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call him. But the people underneath him are fairly young, are fairly smart, and they're just making bad policies. You understand what I'm saying? So it's, yeah, it's almost yeah. like it's almost like, wow, okay. Were we were we better under Trump? I don't know if, if, if America was better under Trump. But I do feel like we're not better under Biden. And we I don't know it, it would be a very stupid idea if he, you know, goes for reelection.
0: But he is. You know he is. Do you reckon? Yeah, he is. Unless if something like major happens, but yeah he is. He's gonna go for re election.
1: Yeah, and I I feel like because because of Trump, American politics is just becoming so extreme now. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's either extreme left or extreme right.
1: Yeah. I think I think chances are I feel this is my gut instinct, not backed up by any data. But I feel like um I don't know how it works. I'm from the UK. <laughs> but I feel like the uh Republic the Republican Party might just um ensure that Ron DeSantis is the next president. He's a right wing he's a right wing person, but he's not too right wing like Trump. He's right wing but neutral, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because if the Republican Party go for Trump then they will all forever be Trump's party.
0: They will, oh, definitely.
1: And you do not want to give that person to one. No, but, you do not but, want to give that power to one person.
0: But but the thing is, all all the senators, all the representatives, they're, they're all just still on. They're all still like on Trump's side. Like they're all still very much Trump's people. The way no. they talk, like, even with the raid, like, most of the Republican Party basically said we have to defund the FBI because of the raid. Mm. They were basically came, coming out in droves just defending him.
1: But what's the difference between that and Black Lives Matter? What do you mean? Black Lives Matter, if Black Lives Matter said we have to defund the police,
2: right? Mm-hmm.
1: And if the, and this is because of one bad police officer.
0: Not one, but multiple. This is like Mo- over the course right, of years.
1: You can say multiple. You- all right, cool. Multiple. You can say multiple bad police officers killing a black man, right? Mm-hmm. And this isn't racist because I'm black. <laughs> but killing a black man, um, what's the difference between that and the FBI going against a a once-sitting president.
0: What's the difference? Someone lost his life?
1: Someone lost his life. Okay, fair enough. But this is the president that we're talking about. You know what I mean?
2: But someone lost his life.
1: (laughs) But someone lost his life. Okay, fair enough. I'm not going to lie to you. You you've you've convinced me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but 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 still, like, but, but but here's the hypocrisy. That's what I'm saying. But but there's also hypocrisy in that because I remember when, um, when Black Lives Matter said defund the police, the the right were all up in arms about, oh, you can't do that, blah blah blah. But now that Trump has been raided, they're now like, okay, we have to defend law enforcement and FBI.
1: Yeah, I, I get you. I get you.
0: You know, it's 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 obviously all about agendas and and what suits them. It's not really mm. ever about doing the right thing, really. I mean, that's all politics is anyway, right? But we, we're we're seeing it clear now, like that's what it is.
1: Okay, no, I, I understand you. I understand you, but but that's always been politics, though. That's nothing new.
0: That's what I'm saying. But I'm just saying that. We're seeing it really clear for what it is, right? So, but but people are still gonna have their blinders on and and say, no, you know, I'm gonna, I'm I'm still gonna vote Republican. Yeah. It's
1: it's
0: like, it's like, it's like, it's like they picked a sports team and now they can't switch, no matter what.
1: I understand you, you know, so yeah. This is where I feel like the Republican Party is most likely gonna try and. Market for Ron DeSantis because he's more aligned with the Republican Party. He's more willing to play ball. You know what I mean. Mm. And people already love him because he was the, he was the um, was the governor of Miami during the coronavirus. Miami was for the most part open. You know what I mean. People were mm. to do what they want. And coronavirus cases didn't go to the, up to the extent that they had to actually close the borders. So, well, I, in I Miami, see, yeah, okay.
0: <laughs>
2: Am
1: I wrong?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you're gonna have to check that because I don't think you're right, but okay.
1: No, but but well, if so, but people people really enjoyed... what I will say is that people really enjoyed the um the freedom, the policies, no, the, not the freedom, the policies. But to Americans is freedom. Yeah, to Americans is freedom, I guess. And I think I think um Ron DeSantis is is a is a much better fit for president than Trump. Do you want to move on to a uh, different topic? Um, do we
0: have any other topic to discuss? I don't know. I think we have pretty much covered everything.
1: I had said um Elon Musk. I don't know if you want to talk about Elon Musk.
0: Hold on. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Um. Someone said your audio is pretty quiet. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: I need to. How How do you like reload the chat?
0: Uh, uh pull it down. Maybe.
1: No, I I can't seem to do so. Hopefully it's better now. I'm speaking directly to the mic.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine.
1: Yeah, but um, it was Elon Musk. I don't know if you want to talk about Elon Musk or do you want to talk about something wait, else? Wait,
0: why are we talking about Elon Musk again?
1: Uh...
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't stop, please, please. Just
1: because, just because he's a he's a hot topic and people enjoy whenever you put Elon Musk in there. But I guess you could talk about the Twitter thing, how he's suing Twitter back, or whatever else. We can talk about something else completely if you want.
0: But there's nothing really else in the news at the moment besides the global recession, China, and Donald Trump, really. Have we Those... talked about China and Taiwan? Yeah, we did. We we literally spent a whole, like,
1: 10, 15 minutes talking about it. Okay. Do you think Taiwan should um, join China? No. Okay, fair enough.
0: <laughs> okay, now, t- tell me tell me the reason why you asked that question.
1: The reason why I asked that question is, uh, this is going to be very, very controversial, right? But I go. understand why China wants to take back Taiwan. It's the same reason why Ukraine wants to take back... Sorry, Ukraine. Russia wants to take back Ukraine, right? Mm. It's for national security. I think a lot of the times because we live in the West, we don't understand necessarily the geopol the geopolitics of things. But if anyone was to look at the um the East Asian uh map, right? Mm. Do you actually understand why China is trying to uh uh control Taiwan? Taiwan is right next to the Chinese border, right? Yeah. This is the exact same reason why China has strong links with North Korea. Because South Korea is already a Western society. It's already in bed with the U.S. Japan is part of the G7. It's already in bed with the U.S. Taiwan is the last country. So now if Taiwan becomes more um, uh, embedded in the U.S., and the U.S. system, the more in threat China is. This is because um, the U.S. for the most part has always seen China as the, uh, what What would they call it? What, what do they usually call it? What's the name, uh, Brandon? I don't know. Uh... Like, uh, like they, they see China as the right um, uh, what's it called? It's the real kind of heir to things, right? Okay. But they also accept Taiwan's independence. So in a a sense, they've kept very neutral to to the whole situation, right? Mm -hmm. But China has always understood because Taiwan does not like China, because China is trying to gain back control of Taiwan, Taiwan's only other option is to rely on the U.S., because the U.S. and China is basically either you choose China or you choose the U.S. You can see this happening across Africa, right? Either you, either you choose China or you choose the U.S. And I think Taiwan, that's why Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan um, was such a threat to the U.S. Okay, okay. Because if, 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 if Taiwan gets U.S. backing, that means Taiwan becomes more powerful by the greatest um, living empire right now, right? Mm-hmm. So if, Ch- if China gets back control of Taiwan, it controls its borders completely. There is no longer a threat because China shares a border with Russia, but China and Russia are allies. China is not scared of any other country that, is, um, that it shares border with. China is not scared of India. China is not scared of Nepal. China is not scared of Burma. China is not scared of any of these. Any of these other countries It's just the U.S. And the way the U.S. can get in is through Taiwan.
0: Okay, so 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 you think China is justified in their actions?
1: No, I think the actions are wrong from a uh, human, uh, from a humanity humanity perspective right
0: okay
1: i think it's not just i think russia evading ukraine because ukraine is talking about nato and nato is saying that well ukraine is an independent country it can join nato if it wants to even though years back the u.s when the Soviet union collapsed the u.s told the Soviet Union that NATO and the U.S. territory would not go any further east, but now it continues to go further east, and it cannot. And Russia cannot let Ukraine fall into the hands of America. That's why it has to defend itself by attacking Ukraine. Same thing with China. So now I'm not saying these things are right because there's a lot of humanity uh, perspective in this because lives, real human lives, are being lost every day because of this nonsense war. Mm -hmm. But What I am saying is that I understand that China has to protect its sovereignty because China is an autocratic state the same way Russia is an autocratic state, the same way North Korea is an autocratic state. They have to be allies. So all I am trying to say is that as an autocratic state, I understand why you would have to defend yourself from a democratic state, especially one as powerful as the U.S., the most powerful country in the world. No, yeah, that... I, I, I don't agree with it, but I don't disagree with it. From like a, uh, if if you're Xi Jinping, and you have to think about the country as a whole, I do not disagree with it. If you're Vladimir Putin. And you have to think about the country as a whole. I don't disagree with it.
0: I mean, yeah, what what you're saying makes sense, uh, f- from a point of view of of why China is doing what they're doing, yeah, um, or why Russia is doing what they're doing. But <laughs> but from the perspective of uh, Ukraine or or um, or Taiwan, it's. It's definitely not a situation you want to right.
1: be in. Think about it this way from a perspective of Ukraine or Taiwan, who are, if you're Russia or China, who is Ukraine or Taiwan going to rely on? It's America, it's the West. When I mean the West, it's, I'm talking about France, Germany, the United Kingdom, it's the West, and that's the same thing for Taiwan. So China is looking at a little piece of land. The same way Russia is looking at a little piece of land and that little piece of land shares borders with that country. Mm. And that little piece of land is becoming very good friends with the enemy. And that enemy is the West. It's America, the most powerful country in the world. It's the UK, it's France, it's Germany. You understand? Mm. So from a Chinese perspective, from a Russian perspective, you have to attack the country because if you, if you do not attract the country, the country will become more and more in favor with the West and the West will take that opportunity as a way to contain you and contain your economic growth, contain your growth as a whole. You understand? Mm. And that's, what, that's why I'm saying I, don't, I do not disagree with it because human lives are being lost here. This is not like a geopolitical game. Human actual lives are being lost here. Human lives that really think that they're protecting their country. Um, Whether that's China whether that's Russia, whether that's Ukraine or whether it's Taiwan. But all I'm saying is that I understand from a geopolitical perspective why the leaders of both countries are doing what they're doing.
0: Yeah, okay. That that makes sense.
1: We've got a caller here. Should we take the caller? Yeah, go on. right, Nathan. uh, Oh, North, we'll take you in. North, we've taken you. We've taken you in. All you have to do is um accept the uh, invite to speak.
0: Uh, his mic is muted.
1: Your mic is muted. Uh, we've invited you to speak again. Oh, it seems like he's left. But yeah, I mean, if that's the case, uh, do you do we have any more topics? I feel like we've talked about a, a lot of geopolitical situations. Oh, uh, no, he's, 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 he's back. He's back. Uh-huh. Let me try again. Invite to speak. Invite to speak. Let's see. Let me try that again. Invite to speak. Uh, North, we've invited you to speak. Would like to hear your your comments and your views. I don't know if you've seen that invite.
0: Uh, he said he said the app is uh, messing up.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm so what should we do should we uh oh i I wanted to get his
0: uh point of view i
1: would love to get his point of view to be honest with you i think i feel like he has very interesting um
0: views no because yeah i I looked at his profile and he does a lot of uh shows as well about right and left topics
1: oh that's great
0: yeah but yeah um he's left um okay if there's anyone else who would like to call in and um, give their opinion, please call in. Uh, but yeah, I guess if we don't get anyone in the like next two minutes, we'll, we'll end the show. Hello?
1: Yeah. So if, if we don't get in one of the next two minutes, I guess we'll have to end the show. Oh, North is back. Let's see. Make next caller and then invite to speak. Hey, it
2: worked. It works. Yeah. Great. I had to close down the app and like force stop it and then restart it to get it to work. Oh geez. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was just. I've been I've been mulling this over for a while now with both Ukraine and and now Taiwan. Um, and you guys were talking about like you see China's point of view on how America, like the the allyship uh, between United States, is like a threat to China's economic interests. And probably yeah. probably even defensive interests to
1: a yeah.
2: point. Yeah. Um my question is though, especially when it comes to economics, like by just having the Americans be a partner, does that in any unfair way exclude China from competing for Taiwan? You know, like, um, just because Taiwan has trade relations or friendly relationships, political relationships with the United States, that doesn't exclude China from also having that relationship, does it? What with the United States or what? Like, if, if Taiwan is friendly to the United States, that doesn't necessarily exclude China from also being friendly with Taiwan. Yeah, but I, I I feel like um because Taiwan is an independent state and, yeah. and
1: China does not view it that way. China views Taiwan as a as a as is as, as a, a state that belongs to China. Sure. Almost
0: like a rogue state, yeah. Yeah, okay. So if,
1: if if China um if Taiwan now becomes friendly with the United States, we don't know how the United States are going to take advantage of that in order to um put China at a disadvantage. So I feel like it's actually in China's, um, I guess, uh, national defense to kind of uh, make sure that that does
2: not happen. Sure. By ensuring that uh, Taiwan is a part of China. But ultimately, isn't it Taiwan's choice? If, if, if Taiwan does not see itself as a part of China, isn't it ultimately Taiwan's decision? Um, and Honestly. by by China imposing its decision on Taiwan, isn't that inherently a tyrannical move right out of the gate?
1: I, I 100% agree with you, but I want to ask you a question. Just uh, This is just a, a um, general question. I ha- I do not have the answer. Right. I was just speaking to this with my co-host the other day, and I was thinking, um, with Hawaii and Puerto Rico, do you reckon that, or, or what, ha- what happened with uh, Cuba, mm-hmm. do you reckon that that had a like America had a a place to that, um, had a a say in that in terms of defense?
2: No. If Puerto Rico wanted to secede from uh, the United States and align itself with, say, Russia, and then the United States imposed its will militarily on Puerto Rico, I would would say that uh, that's wrong. So uh, what would you say about Cuba? When, like, the Bay of Pigs, like... like yeah, the, the Bay of Pigs, yeah. Yeah, that was wrong. Okay. Um, sure. Same thing, like, a lot of people use the... Even the example of Mexico. Say, of like, Mexico and some fantastical world started to become really friendly with China. And the United States, you know, that's an obvious economic and definitely military threat to the United States if, if the United States preemptively invaded Mexico, that would be wrong, Uh, especially if it started killing Mexicans, right? Uh, There was no Mexicans dying on day zero, then the Americans invaded, and now there's Mexicans dying. You can make all the arguments in the world that China instigated this, and China must have known that this was going to happen. But one, it was United States' choice to start bombing, and two, if Mexico... Had decided of its own accord we want to have this relationship with china who is the united states to stop them okay so so what would you say if um china did a similar situation in terms
1: of like the bay of pigs in taiwan is that wrong or is that right it would be
2: wrong but uh, are you from the u.s no i'm from canada oh okay great um
1: how how do you feel how do you feel about the Bay of Pigs? Do you think
2: that that was um in the best interest of the U.S. or how how do you feel about that? It was definitely a move to benefit the U.S. I don't think it it, it obviously didn't work out for them. Um, and uh, there's lots that could be said both uh, in favor and against the communist revolution in Cuba and what worked and what didn't, but it definitely was not. I don't think the Americans had the right to invade a sovereign country that had not attacked it. Okay. Then
1: how okay, that's that's interesting. How do you feel
2: about this is just me going off the fly. How how do you sure. feel
1: about Af- Afghanistan and, and
2: Yeah, the Middle East? So Iraq definitely wrong. Right? Yeah. Um yeah. wrong a hundred percent. Um Afghanistan, wrong for a lot of reasons, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the only part where I would say that it's not 100% wrong would be if they had genuine, and I'd have to double check this, but if they had genuine information that Osama Bin Laden was in Afghanistan, which who knows if he actually ever was, because they found him in Pakistan. <laughs> um And, you know, that's where al-Qaeda and the Taliban was. But even that being said, doing a full-on military operation probably wasn't the best way to to go about responding to uh, 9-11. And it was pretty obvious that what they were doing in Iraq 100% and even in Afghanistan was just plundering resources um, so yeah, I, I, like I said, Iraq was wrong. Vietnam was wrong. Afghanistan, not a hundred percent wrong, but definitely wasn't, wasn't carried out properly and definitely hurt a lot of people, especially with drone attacks. Wow. Um, so yeah, I, I just think, I, I think unless a nation attacks you or like some sort of hot war breaks out. Um, I I don't, I don't, I don't like these arguments, these instigation arguments, these aggravation arguments where people are saying like, not saying that it's okay for Russia to attack Ukraine, but just kind of like putting as much, as much blame on the U S as the Russians. And I get the blame. I get the uh, U S does have blame but i don't think it's nowhere i don't think it's anywhere near as much as russia and and putin themselves uh I, India, I, I, go ahead
1: i was i was just going to say i 100% agree with you but then i would also say I, I 100% agree that um afghanistan or iraq doesn't have as much of a blame in the situation and um when i when i guess I, i'll just kind of justify myself i'd love to hear your opinion that when I when I say this, it's more so from a geopolitical perspective, rather than from a counting human lives perspective. Because if we if we are actually counting on what's wrong and right, then I 100% agree with you that like it is 100% wrong what Russia is doing. It is 100% wrong what the U.S. did. But it, it, for me, it just seems like this is what has always gone on since like the history of like I guess time, and since we've all been kind of. Uh, connected mm-hmm. and you know, globalization and whatnot. I, I, I feel like that's, that's the situation.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's why I kind of keep coming back to uh, what did the nation who's being attacked want? Mm. So, in the case of Taiwan, uh, does Taiwan want to have relations with China? Or, sorry, want to have relations with the U.S.? then they should be allowed to. Does Ukraine want to join NATO? Then they should be allowed to, no matter what what the treaties of 30 years ago said. You know, a lot of things have changed since then. Um, I don't even think that was written down on paper. I think it was more of like an oral promise of NATO not to expand. And like like I said, things change, and it's p- pretty obvious that like with Sweden and and is it Norway or Finland that joined NATO? Uh, It's Norway, Norway, yeah. Norway. So yeah, I I work with a bunch of people from Sweden, and they have family in in Norway. Um, And this was four or five years ago. They were talking about how they're always like sort of on edge with Russia, and they all have compulsory military uh, training in their countries, partly because of their their tentative relationship with Russia. And when they saw what happened to Ukraine, they're like, fuck it. There's no point in walking this fine line anymore. Like we're mm-hmm. better off joining the NATO team and having some support. Uh, because these people over here, they tried to walk a fine line and it eventually bit them in the ass. So like, but we're all what, in, you know, like, like basically that- Russia drove Sweden and uh, Norway into NATO membership yeah. with their actions.
1: No, I, I actually agree with you, but I, what I would ask you is that the same way that the, the EU is basically Germany, because Germany has most of the power in the same way that NATO is basically America, which is why, for example, um, uh, I, I was saying in the beginning of this podcast, I don't know if you were there, that, um, Putin's uh, plan from what I've read is to wait for when Germany becomes so uh, dependent on Russia in terms of energy is the same way that um, Taiwan understands that America is America America. and there is um, completely uh, what's the word Uh, I guess uh, a competition between them and China do you not think that if, if, um, for example, Ukraine were to join the EU and Taiwan was to make uh, good relations with, with uh, the US, do you not think that both of those countries or I guess the EU is more a, 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 a conglomerate of countries, do you not think that they would take advantage of that?
2: Do I think that the US would take advantage of... Of Taiwan, and that NATO would take advantage of Ukraine. Is that your question? Yeah,
1: that's my question. Yeah,
2: right. So, yes, uh, every nation, um, every every business deal is one party taking trying to take advantage of the deal as best they can. You know, right from buying a car uh, and negotiating, like what you're gonna, what options you're gonna pay for all the way up to international trade agreements every side is trying to take advantage of the other side so it's going to be true for nato taking advantage of ukraine the same way that russia would take advantage of ukraine and had been taking advantage of ukraine and part of the reason why they are invading ukraine is because they wouldn't be able to take advantage of them as much or maybe not at all anymore Mm. um So yes, NATO will take advantage of Ukraine and US will take advantage of Taiwan, but the key difference is that Taiwan is choosing that. Ukraine is choosing that. Ukraine Mm -hmm. didn't if if Ukraine had chose to side with Russia and then NATO invaded it, we would be calling NATO monsters and would I, I don't think I don't know if we would be blaming Russia. You know, like if, yeah. if NATO was attacking Ukraine right now, I don't think we'd be blaming Russia for I don't know. It's, it's a different it's a different situation. So it's not really apples to apples. But um, my point is, is that you got to let the nation choose. And basically, China attacking Taiwan, Russia attacking Ukraine is a, is doing it to prohibit these nations from choosing.
1: You know what, um, as, as you say that, you, I'm not going to lie to you, you kind of convince me, because I feel like um, the whole situation is actually a failure of Russia um, creating a good enough incentive for Ukraine to choose Russia over NATO. And the same thing that goes with China. It's, it's a failure of creating a good enough incentive for Taiwan to choose China over uh, the U.S. and the West.
2: Yeah, and I mean, America's not perfect, but look at, like you guys were talking earlier about what's happening in China right now. Uh, China has been trying to uh, seem like this powerhouse of economic force uh, with its Belt and Road initiative and, you know, making all these infrastructure investments all around the world. But it could very well be that it, you know, a large part of its economy collapses within the next month. And the small amounts of video that you're getting out of China uh, are police who are mass attacking protesters who all they're doing is holding up big signs saying like, where's my money? You know, or like, I don't, I don't need to pay my my bank loan or well, my my mortgage because there's no house, there's mm-hmm. no there's no property right, and oh. they're getting they're getting beat down just for saying that. And you know the the Chinese uh, internet is trying to squash as many of these videos from being promoted on YouTube as possible. Um, yeah. So I could see why Taiwan doesn't want to align themselves with a nation like that
1: yeah now to be fair I 100 percent agree with you because I, I think you just showed me a different perspective of like it's more so a failure it's, it's not necessarily that the US or NATO are you know you know being um, aggressive towards let's say Russia or, or China it's more so a failure on China and Russia's part of getting, of of turning these countries into allies. And yeah, I 100% agree with you on that, actually.
2: Cool. Uh, I like you guys' show, and I'll tune in next time you're on.
1: Yeah, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I really appreciate your uh, perspective. I think I learned a lot from it. Uh, I'm pretty sure my co-host also learned a lot from it. And uh, yeah, thank you. But yeah, um, this has been the uh certain junkie podcast. I don't know if uh, Brandon, you have anything else to say i I guess not uh, <laughs> thank thank you oh, for I, didn't, I didn't
0: realize my mic was off this whole time, oh my god <laughs> no, no way i thought okay, <laughs> wow, okay, um. But, yeah, this has been the Silicon Junkie Podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening in Um, until we meet again.
2: Yeah, Yeah, that's it. Thank
1: thank you, everyone, um, for listening in. This has been great. Uh, We talked about a lot of topics. Uh, Thank you to uh, North Squatch for um, calling in. It was great insight. And, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye.